Hey, Jess. Hey, Kat. How are you? Good. I need to, like, zhuzh up how I say, hey, Jess, because it's just, like, the same every single time. I mean, we're consistent. (laughs) That is true. Consistency is key. Or something. It is something. It is something. (laughs) How are you? Good. Yeah? Yeah. How was your Memorial Day weekend? Oh, it was so fun. We had my friend Sam's baby shower. She's having little baby Bo in July. So cute. So, yeah, we got to celebrate baby Bo. I love that. That's so cute. She's actually, like, one of our number one fans, so yeah, shout out. She's (laughs) definitely going to be a co-host at some point. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I'm so ready. She's going to make a guest appearance. For sure. Yeah, and I think we know which one she's going to guest appear on, but we're not going to say anything to you guys yet. So... (laughs) To the works. Hold on to that. But, yeah, do you want to... I'm, like, like, scooting away just a little bit, so I'm like, I don't want it. I know, I know. So, yeah, today's going to be a spooky one. Okay, but, spooky shoes. Yeah, spooky Little shoes. Spooky socks. Spooky blankets. Spooky all the gear you need. Dude, which I like, literally have spooky weather. Like it's like creepy looking outside. Really? It's like sunny yeah. here. So no way in Florida. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now <laughs> we're now we're getting into like hurricane season. So um, it's like starting to storm like every afternoon. But that's oh fun. I don't mind it. I like thunderstorms. That's fair. Luna doesn't. No, Luna does not. But she gets all snuggly. She doesn't like freak out or anything. She just wants to be close, which I'm cool with. I love my little snuggly peanut. (laughs) Luna Luna boots. Luna boots. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So put on all your spooky gear, which like if one day we get to selling merch, we will... uh, make some spooky gear for you guys <laughs> there's some spooky shoes on amazon or socks and i was like jess i need them <laughs> oh i'm too much i want to see <laughs> i'm too much that'd be fun okay um um yeah. i feel like i'm bracing myself for impact okay well brace for impact because here we go So to set the scene for today's topic, I'm not going to preface what it is. I'm just going to go into the story. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I think that's going to make it worse. Okay. I'm ready. Imagine yourself being transported to Key West in the 1900s. Okay. Okay. That's kind of neat. So we're going on a little vacation to Key West. Yeah, that's neat. I've been to Key West. Like, I'm like... And we're time traveling back to the early, early 1900s. Okay. Okay. So in this town <laughs> lived a little boy. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, I already don't like it. <laughs> what? I'm just talking about a little boy. 
Okay. Okay. So, Robert Eugene Otto was born on October 25th, 1900, and growing up, he went by the name Gene. Okay. After his middle name. Um, He was the youngest of four children to Thomas and Minnie Otto, which I think Minnie is, like, the cutest name. That is. (laughs) Prior to Gene's birth, the Otto family moved into a mansion that they had built, and I think Gene's father was a doctor, so he had big money. A mansion in Key West? Yeah. Yeah, big money. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This mansion was located at... 534 Eaton Street and was built between the years 1890 and 1898. Oh, oh wow. It took eight years to make? Yeah. This Dang. property is now called the Artist's House. That's neat. Okay. Yeah. So being a prominent family in a very nice neighborhood um, and a nice neighborhood. I meant nice household. <laughs> <laughs> The Otto family had a staff that would help run the house. Um, A nursemaid was even in charge of taking care of Jean, and she was originally from the Bahamas. Okay. So when Jean turned four years old, he received a large three-foot, four-inch tall cloth doll dressed in an old-fashioned sailor's uniform as a birthday present. So cute. So cute. Yeah. The little boy in Key West in the 1900s gets a creepy doll. <laughs> I haven't even described the doll Cue yet. Cue the thunder. Like, Thank <laughs> you. Oh, God. It did. It just went boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Cat's freaking out. Um, it hasn't even started, and I'm just all creeped yeah. out. Which, a uh, three-foot, four-inch doll is ginormous. It's like one of those life-size Barbie type deals like yeah. that big i guess yeah, yeah. Okay. but it's like a soft like a cloth doll oh okay so like so think of like Barbie. think of like raggedy ann oh i had one of those yeah i did it was like a pillow more yeah, yeah. but like okay. bigger than a raggedy ann mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> when gene received the doll he decided to name him robert after himself as you know genius four-year-olds do And now I've read some conflicting stories on who it was that actually gave Jean the doll. Some sources say that the nursemaid gave it to him. Others say his grandfather was, um, was the one to give it to him and he purchased the doll on a trip in Germany. Okay. I believe that there is more evidence showing that his grandfather gave him the doll, so we are going to assume that that was the case. Okay. It said that Rob- In Germany. So he, he was- oh, Well, so he got it from Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So it said that Robert the doll, prior to being purchased for Jean, was meant to be a display doll and not meant to be for sale. This doll was displayed in a case with jesters and jokers. So his face may have been originally drawn to look a little bit sinister. Like how jokers, you know, they have like the face makeup and... Okay. (laughs) 
When the doll was purchased, though, it was a pale yellowish color with a blank expression and blank black eyes. So that's what the doll looks like. And he's wearing a sailor suit. What just happened? Did you hear that? No. Oh, the thunder just shook the house. <laughs> oh, this is making it so much more scary. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's honestly perfect semi-comedic timing because like now I'm wildly scared. I'm sweating <laughs> and I don't even know what we're talking about still. <laughs> so, oh God. <laughs> this sailor doll has me sweating. Okay. So Jean loved Robert. He would bring him everywhere with him and even considered him his best friend. Jean would have full conversations at the dinner table with him and would even try to feed him. Um, Thomas and Minnie would even tuck them in for bedtime together. And at first, the parents thought it was a good idea for Jean to have such an imagination and to have something comforting like a friend. It was Mm -hmm. really sweet to them to see how happy the doll made Jean. Right. I mean, I get that. Like, I don't know. Little girls have baby dolls all the time. Or, you know, boys have little toys that they're connected to. Like, it's cute. Yeah, and it's a four-year-old with a doll. Like, Right. Of course, four-year-olds have the wildest imaginations. Right, yeah. Yeah. So the family loved him so much, they actually dedicated one of the rooms into a room for the doll. Oh, okay. That's very much next level. Yeah, so he would have his own, like, bedroom, to say. Or, like, it was, I think it was, like, more of a playroom that he would, it would be Robert's room. Yeah. Okay. I mean, people are extra. They've always been extra. Yeah, I mean, and they have the money to do so. And the room in the house to do so, so. True, yeah. True. They even bought a teddy bear for the doll so it would have a friend. Okay. I go right back to, no, that's just too extra. <laughs> that's fine. But okay. That's fine. Okay, they just really adore the doll. Everybody. Yeah. Okay. A little bit later, um, Thomas and Minnie would overhear Jean asking Robert questions. At some point, they heard a soft giggling that didn't sound like Jean coming from Robert's room. I don't like it. The biggest eye roll. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, at first, at first they thought, you know, that Gene was just playing and throwing his voice somehow to pretend to be Robert, but they actually started hearing two voices. At oh my, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. One being Gene's, and another being a deeper voice that couldn't possibly be Gene. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Thinking a grown-ass man was in their house, they ran into the room where they just found Gene on the floor playing with his doll, no sign of a man or a break-in. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. After this is when Thomas and Minnie started hearing loud noises throughout the house, such as furniture moving. When inspecting the noise, they would find... The fear in my body right now. I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. When inspecting the noise, they would find that furniture had in fact been moved 
And when they asked Jean how it got moved, Jean replied, quote, Robert did it. He can move by himself and Robert is strong, end quote. Oh my fuck. Apparently, Robert can lift things that are ten times his weight or more. The parents obviously chalk this up to being a child with a wild imagination, but things around the house started started getting broken or lost. But Jean's story remained the same, that quote, Robert did it. Oh my gosh, Jess. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This one's uber spooks. I don't have really good words to say, just oh my gosh. Yeah, this one's uber spooks. Jean also oh. started suffering from horrible nightmares and would wake wake up in the middle of the night screaming that he was being attacked. And when his parents came into the room, they would find that Jean was alone with Robert. Oh my god. Like, my whole body is like... Yeah. When Jean was around 10 years old, his mother woke up to his screams and sounds of furniture being moved. And when his mom tried to open the door to his room, it was locked. Oh, shit. She struggled trying with everything she had to open the door. And when it finally opened, she found the entire room disheveled. Furniture was knocked over on its side. Toys and books were thrown everywhere. And the sheets and blankets were stripped off of his bed. Oh my gosh. Poor Jean was huddled up in the corner of his mattress, shaking and scared with Robert sitting at the end of the bed staring at him. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That what... Like, the door was locked. You walk in, your kid's sitting there terrified. His room's a freaking mess. And he's, like, crying in the corner of the mattress with a doll just staring. And the staring. doll's yeah. looking at him. Absolutely <gasps> not. i burn it. I'd be burning. It'd be gone. I'd be moving. It'd be... I would be gone. Oh, my God. Mm. <sighs> After this incident, Robert would move around the house on his own. What the fuck? Like, they would... What? They didn't get rid of the doll? Uh Uh-uh. What are they smoking? Mm. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I just... I just... Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Like, they would place him in one room and then find him later in an entirely different room. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. One time, a plumber came to the house while the family was out, and Robert was sitting near a window, and the plumber the plumber heard children laughing and running through the hall. When he turned around, he was expecting to see the auto kids back in the home and playing around, but there was no one there. When he started looking around, he realized the doll had moved to the other side of the window, toys strewn about the room as if the doll threw them around. So this is, like, not even the family hallucinating. Like, this is, like... Like, everybody seeing this. Everybody seeing it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The auto children would hear giggling, and when seeing Robert, they would swear that they saw a sinister grin on his face with a vacant stare. They would also be in rooms and see a flash run by the door to catch Robert scrambling up the stairs. What? When they ran after him, they would find him just sitting by the window, chilling. 
I want to know why we haven't burned the doll. <laughs> Give me a good reason why we have not burned uh, the doll. I mean, there is... a different country, changed our names. Yeah, there is no good reason to not burn the oh doll, but... Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, rumors started spreading about the Otto family home and the cursed doll. One rumor involved Minnie being cruel to the servants and restricting any practice of religion or rituals in the house. Um, one time she said to have caught a group of them, the servants, like, performing black magic, and she fired them on the spot. And, um, I would have done that anyway. Yeah, and this group that she fired included Jean's nursemaid. Supposedly, she was so upset that she used a voodoo curse to draw in evil spirits to the doll, sewing a lock oh of Jean's God. hair into the doll so it would be bonded with him. Oh my gosh! And then, the more the, more the family believed the doll was evil, the more powerful it became. But that's just a theory. Okay. I'm like, I hate this whole thing so much. Okay, no. When Jean's aunt came over to the Keys for a visit, she knew immediately that something was wrong with the doll, claiming it was cursed. Thomas... Just got, like, a vibe, I guess. Yeah. Like a... Yeah. mm. Like a gut feeling and was like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, something's something's off. Mm -hmm. So... Thomas, to, like, appease her, locked Robert away in Robert's room and told Jean not to play with it. The next day. Oh, my God. It's going to get so much worse. Jean. Now they, oh, my God. The next day, Jean's aunt died. Shut up. No. <laughs> and a few years later, in 1917, Jean's father died. For locking... Oh, my God. He was only 52 years old. Oh, my gosh. And he was a doctor, so, like, I'm sure he would take care of himself, like... Yeah. Oh, my God. So, this whole time, like, Robert's door was locked, and life just kind of went on. Jean grew up to be an artist, studying at the Academy of Fine Arts in Chicago, and went on to the Art Students League in New York. Traveling abroad in Paris, he met his wife, Annette Parker, who went by Anne. She was a concert and jazz pianist, and they ended up living and working in New York for some time. Okay, so like he got out of the house. He was good. Yeah. Minnie stayed in the family home as her kids flew the coop she kept robert's door locked essentially forgetting about him in 1945 gene and his siblings were called home as minnie had gotten very sick she died shortly after at the age of 77 when deciding what to do with the family home gene and Anne made the decision to move into the move into the home to maintain it um Oh, no. And because they were artists, they could literally work from wherever. Yeah. Jean became a prominent pillar of the community in Key West, but something was holding him back. I wrote, give you one guest at what that is. (laughs) The thing locked in the freaking bedroom? I don't know. He killed your aunt. (laughs) 
Jean became again obsessed with Robert, keeping him by his side while he painted and even placing him on a chair in their bedroom as they slept. What? That's insane to know that all that shit happened to him when he was little for him to go and unlock that door and have the doll around again. Mm-hmm. Like. It's what? bananas. Yeah. Gene converted Robert's room into a studio where he could paint, setting up a rocking chair by Robert's favorite window for Robert. Okay, hold on. There had to have been at least 10 other rooms in this freaking house he could have put that studio in. Yeah. Oh, and then he was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it in here. Dumb idea. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. And Jean's wife hated uh-huh. Robert. Like, Imagine, have you, that TikTok sound, do, 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 and your friend Steve, except for it's the killer doll. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. My gosh. She always had a terrible sinking feeling around him. She loved to entertain, but whenever people came over, they were too freaked out by Robert. They could see expression changes on the doll's face and notice him in different rooms from where he was placed. Shut up. Yeah. Eventually, people became so freaked out, they stopped coming over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gene still talked to Robert, which put a bit of a strain on his marriage. He would have, Gene would have wild mood swings and violent episodes of rage smashing pictures even pushing around Anne. what yeah dude could you imagine like okay let's say you and john have to move to whatever house he grew up in there's a damn doll there no Don't. all of a sudden if i see a doll there no <laughs> absolutely not but the thing is i've got a crime podcast that's just not happening okay? <laughs> yeah yeah but the thing is john john's like the same way i am like we drive yeah. by houses, I've told you this before, and we're like, oh, that shit's haunted. Like, <laughs> no, like, dolls are just innately creepy, so I'm just like, yeah. absolutely not. Dude, what the hell? Yeah. This is giving me so much anxiety. <laughs> so while Jean was having these violent episodes, um, Anne said it was like he was in a trance because... Once he was out of it, Jean would have no recollection of anything that had happened. Like he, like, blacks out. Like what? Like he blacks out? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Anne blamed all the problems of their marriage on Robert and became so miserable she stopped playing piano. She believed if Robert was gone, she and Jean would be happy again. So, appeasing his wife, Jean placed Robert in a box and locked him away, and for a short time, things got better. But Robert supposedly rebelled, especially when Anne was hosting. Robert would giggle or make loud knocking noise to scare people away. Robert was even found having escaped the locked room, looking out different windows. That, I just got chills. Oh, I keep looking over my shoulder, like, what's in this room? Am I going to die? Is there a doll in here? Like, oh my god. So kids 
walking to school outside of the house have even seen Robert moving inside the house from window to window, staring at them the whole way. Oh, Ooh, the thunder. It makes it so much worse. Oh. But they kept locking Robert in the room, but he kept escaping. What the? And Jean refused to ever get rid of Robert. If, I, I mean, I could imagine this conversation with my husband, right? Babe, it's me or the doll. He And he picks the doll. He's getting admitted. Yeah. You're nuts. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, but they didn't, like, back then. Okay, so this was, like, 1970s. That's true. Mental health would be way different. Yeah. Damn. So, Jean <gasps> ended up passing away on June 24th, 1974, at the age of 73. After his death, Anne was trying to figure out what to do with the doll in the house. She decided that she would be consumed with guilt throwing the doll away, knowing how much it meant to her dead husband. Mm. She locked, she ended up locking Robert in a cedar chest and kept him in his room. She sold the home leaving some furniture and possessions in the house. And when the new owners moved in, the 10-year-old daughter found the doll and was so excited about it. Stop. No. She carried him around with her wherever she went. But soon after, she started having nightmares, waking up in the middle of the night, screaming for her mother. When her mother burst into the room, she saw nothing but her upset child, Sitting next to her on the bed was Robert the doll. Oh my god, please tell me this lady was smarter. The daughter explained that Robert could move on his own and woke up to find him running across the floor and over the bed. (laughs) I'm speechless. I just got goosebumps literally all the way down to my toes. Her mom played it off. As her just having a bad dream. Which, like, if my kid comes, if my kid has a screaming episode, and I walk in, and there's a doll just chilling, staring at it, I'm fucking throwing that doll out the window. No toy means that much. No No, toy. Zero. I don't even care if I spend a million dollars on this doll. Trash! Okay, but this is wild. Ready? Oh my god, no. Later, the girl found her other dolls had been mutilated. What the fuck? Yeah. The family started having bizarre accidents around the house, and when these happened, Robert was always nearby. Robert ended up... Okay, this is kind of sad. Robert ended up attacking the family's dog, tying a cord around its neck, making it hard (gasps) for him to breathe. The dog survived. Like, they caught, Okay. I, I don't know if they caught him, like, holding onto the wire or, like, what? What the shit? Yeah. What? But after this, I think the dog was okay. Okay. Just putting that well, I mean, but, like, the story needs to end rather quickly. I know. I only, because what? Yeah. After this, the owner locked Robert in a trunk again. And she... I don't understand! (laughs) Burn it! Yeah, she did a little research about Robert's history, and she decided it was best for him to be put in a museum rather than collecting dust in her home. 
1994, she donated him to the Key West Art and Historical Society and explained to them everything she had experienced and learned about him. Robert is now on a display at the East Martello Museum in a glass case with a small stuffed lion on its lap. The lion. Excuse me? No, deadass. <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> no words. There are no I... words. Oh my, like, th- 1994, like, that would, like. Mm hmm. What? And he's still there. <sighs> mm hmm. This lion that was in the case with Robert was originally... Oh, no. Oh, no. It was originally from a different display, and it went missing and was randomly just found one morning in Robert's case. So they just left it with him. like, totally cool that he's there? What the fuck? (laughs) I know. This is bananas. This is literally... This is so disgusting. This is literally like a horror story. Like, it's wild. But in real life! This really I know. Happened. I know. So oh even God. in the this is my last bullet. Even in the museum, strange things started happening around Robert. Cameras would stop working around him, only working once people left the museum. People would also what feel the like fuck? they were being watched by Robert, some even noticing an expression change in his face. Yes. Remember how I was like, oh, I've been to Key West. I wish I'd never gone to Key West. <laughs> what? Well, next time you go, you should go to the East Martello Museum to see him. The fuck I will. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my yeah, God. That's Robert the Doll. The creepiest fucking shit ever. Dude, if you would have told me that's what we were talking about, I would have been like, I don't even know what that is. But then I would have been like, I don't, I don't, oh, my God. I don't want to, oh, my God. Yeah. I hate knowing these things. I'm proud of you for sitting through it. Kinda. Like. Only kinda. Yeah. <laughs> okay, please end this episode. I, it's it, gotta yeah, go. Yeah, it's done. That was that. That, that was it. <laughs> okay, that was I'm it. like, please, Jess, please but let we me needed... be done. Don't tell me that he moved to Texas or something. Like, <laughs> No, he's still in Key West. But he's, like, at a museum, supposedly not harming innocent children anymore. But who knows? <laughs> yeah. So, um, go check it out if you want to. I might. I recommend you don't. I might. I recommend you don't. But, yeah, so that is, uh, our spooky episode, because we haven't done one in forever. <laughs> You're welcome. And now it's done. And now we can okay, go back to our regular scheduled program of true crime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Well, if you guys have any suggestions, you can email us at stayinsidepod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at stayinsidepodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at stayinsidepod, or you can join our Facebook group. So much fun stuff. So much. Yeah, stay inside. Um, And throw the damn doll away. Throw the <laughs> damn doll away. God. Throw it away. <gasps> throw it away. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't even like how you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm going to be scared the rest of the day. It's fine. Okay. I'll do, okay, I'll do my normal. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, okay, bye. <laughs>